very quickly, let us get about our Father's business, if you don't mind. I just want to touch over. I just want to go across the top a little bit, if y'all don't mind. In the book of Hebrews, the 12th chapter, beginning at verse 1, but where I want to talk about is verse 2 and 3. Hebrews chapter 12, beginning at verse 1. Wherefore, seeing we are, we also are compassed about with such with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradictions of sinners against himself, lest ye be weary and faint in your mind. Pray with me and pray for me. But I want you to look at your neighbor, and I just, uh, we want to just talk on this little subject for a minute or two. Look at your neighbor and say, look at what? Jesus did for you. Now say it to your neighbor. Act like you know him. Say, look what Jesus did just for you. Amen. Look at Jesus and what he did just for you. You know what? Here, and I'm moving quickly because I, I, they told me to look at the clock. I try to take my glasses off. Now I can't read it, so I don't have to worry about it. But to do what I need to do, I got to keep my glasses off. But let's look at this. Here, the Hebrew writer who begins and talks about the great cloud of witnesses that we have that we can look to and draw inspiration and encouragement from, then goes down the line and says, but yet, there's a greater witness. And he begins and says, ask us this day. He says, let's look at Jesus. And the question pops in my mind, if y'all don't mind, who is Jesus? Well, we all, we all know him as our Savior, the Messiah, the great Redeemer, the King of Kings, and Lord of Lords. Y'all know one of the names. Y'all help me along the way because... I can't. I tend to forget sometimes. Uh, our best friend, uh, Mary's baby, the lily of the valley, the bright morning star. All these names and that. Who is Jesus? But the writer says, calls him the author and finisher of our faith. In other words, the writer says simply, if there's anybody who knows how about faith is the author. 
So he wrote the book. Now, there are those that say, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, that's the word. Yeah, but when you see Jesus, you see the Father. Amen? Oh, I, I'm just doing a little going over. Y'all, man, I'm just going across the top. We have great messages all this week. I, I, I've been rescued. I've journeyed with a betrayer. But now I want you to understand what Jesus has done for you and I. And here the writer says, not only is he the author and finisher, but he is also the originator and perfecter of our faith. So in other words, whatever he is to you, it covers a lot of territory. He means a lot to me because he's my, not only is he the author and finisher of my faith, he is the reason for me being right here today is because of Jesus. Now, now, it is interesting to me, and as we know, this is the week that we talk about Christ going to the cross and all, and what he's done on the way to the cross and what he did after the cross. But it's interesting that the Hebrew writer takes the time to tell them, he says, yeah, that Jesus had an attitude about what he was about to do. Now, there are those that say, well, you know, he prayed in the garden, the Lord passed the cup, and uh, that I don't have to drink of this. That, in other words, he said, I don't want to do what do for these, these people who do not care, but I, pass, I don't want to drink of this bitter cup. But still, he had an attitude. What was his attitude? What, what was it? What was his attitude? And, and, and the Hebrew writer said, of all things he had, he said that, the attitude was the attitude of joy. He had joy, was his attitude, about what he was about to do. Can you imagine you or me willing to step in the front of a car for somebody else? Just ain't going to happen. I'm real about this. Oh, I love you. I'm going to holler and say, hey, don't run out there. But no, I'm not going to just jump in front of the car for you, right. you, know, you know what I'm saying? Let's be real up here today. Do you know the fact? But he, he saw it joy to die for somebody like us. The writer said he, he for the joy that was set before him, he, 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 he was happy. He didn't count it. He wasn't mad about nothing, upset. He was, there was commitment when he walked with that because in his joy he had, he was dedicated. He had love when he was going. He had compassion. He had understanding. He had it out at all. But all the writer broke down and said he had joy. He seen the face of the father. He had joy. He, he seen generations to come. He had joy. And when, when he seen us here today on this on this day in, uh, in the month of March, and right here in 2013, he had joy. Not only for you, but for me too. He had joy. And he went there, and what he did for us with that joy, that joy that the Hebrew writer said before him. And, I, I, and I'm being quick as possible because really if I, if I did it like it ought to be, I'd be here a minute. But look what he says. The Hebrew writer said, for the joy that was set before him. What did you do, Jesus? What did you do? He said, and the Hebrew writer said, he endured the cross. 
He endured suffering and agony and pain. He endured the lies and, and all the many things that were said about him. He endured the backbiting and the backstabbing. And he endured this on the cross. He endured the nail being driven in his hands and being pierced in his side. And he endured the, the laughing and the uh, around and the mocking and making fun of. He endured the cross for you and I. What else did the Hebrew writer said? And, and he despised the shame. And the writer also said he, not only that, but he endured the contradiction of sinners and he endured the temporary rejection of the Father. That's what he did for you and I. And he made a difference in our lives. Can I tell you a story? Just for me. He allowed me to run around when I didn't even care for myself. He cared for me. When I wasn't even thinking about God or thinking about the church, just for me, he died. When, 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 when the word of God and praying wasn't even about me and I didn't pray, I didn't, I, I wasn't caring about God, but God cared about me. When, when the world was more important than going out and being with the boys and when, when running around was the excitement of my life, he cared about me. When, 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 when days approached and I didn't realize this, when I was sick and didn't know I was sick, but he cared about me just for me. He died that I might live just for you. The writer says he came down through 42 generations just for you. The writer says he was bruised for our iniquities, wounded for our transgression, just for you. Just for you, he came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Just for you. He makes intercession at the right hand of the Father. Just for you. Just for you, he was run through judgment hall to judgment hall. Still hung between two things. Just for you. Just for you. They laid him in a barred tomb. Just for you, the signature point of the church, he got up. Just for you. Just for you, he got up with all power in his hand. Just for you, he throwed to the side the crumpled shroud that he was buried in. 
saying, therefore, you have no victory over me. Just for you, he neatly folded his napkin and, 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 and laid it there in the corner. And just for you, he said, I want to come back again. I've enjoyed myself just for you. Just for you. He was with his disciples for a while. Then he ascended into heaven. But don't worry, he said, just for you, I'm sending back a comforter. Which is the Holy Spirit. It, 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 just for you, it, it'll be there to lead you and guide and bring back to your remembrance. Just for you. Just for you, you need to know, I'm not going to be long, gone long, but in a little while I'll be back. Just for you, the dead in Christ that rise first, and we that are living and alive will be caught up in the air. Just for you, I'm coming back for you. That I can reign, you can reign with me forever. Peace will be always, love and understanding. And brothers will be brothers, and that's just for you. Just for you. Your tears I'm going to wipe away. Just for you. I'm going to be there. Just for you. If you're sick, by my strike, you're here. Just for you. Just for you. I let the man know that was at the pool of Bethesda. It's time. Just for you. When it seems to be running out and you think it's all over, he's there just for you. To be your Lord and your God. A friend of mine used to sing the song, Take Me Back. But I say, not only take my back, but take me back, but Lord, today just for you, Lord, I want to know what I can do for you. Today, my, my prayer, my testimony is, Lord, you've been doing so much just for me. I just want to know what I can do for you. You've done a lot for me. And you brought me through the air. But what can I do? Because you've been the art and the finish you have redeemed you have restored you have anointed me you have you have done 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 and done you've done so much for me 